Romans 14, 13 through 23. Therefore, let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. I know I'm unpersuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself, but it is unclean for anyone who thinks it unclean. For if your brother is grieved by what you eat, you are no longer walking in love. By what you eat, do not destroy the one for whom Christ died. So do not let what you regard as good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Whoever thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. So then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. Do not, for the sake of food, destroy the work of God. Everything is indeed clean, but it is wrong for anyone to make another stumble by what he eats. It is good not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything that causes your brother to stumble. The faith that you have keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who has no reason to pass judgment on himself for what he approves. But whoever has doubts is condemned if he eats, because the eating is not from faith. For whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, God. be to God. Well, with Jennifer McClish and Will Carlisle, we're here today and discussing kind of kind of continuing our uh, journey through Romans in uh, chapter fourteen. You know, the book of Romans is similar to a lot of Paul's letters, where it's very heavy on the theology on the front end right. and then on the back end, usually the back half and in, in, in the case of Romans, probably the back third of the book is a lot heavier on uh, interpersonal relationships mm -hmm. and yeah. kind of kind of fleshing out practical that. Yeah, the practical, yeah. like how to carry out the theology in our in our relationships with, you know, in the in this case with the government and with each other with those who are weaker in the faith, which is kind mm -hmm. of how uh, Romans 14 starts off. And I think mm -hmm. still kind of has that in mind as we as we walk through the passage that, that Jennifer just read. But uh, yeah, Jennifer, you, you had something that you were uh, you were saying on the passage. Yeah, I think that um, Paul is like you said, he's setting it up that there he let us know earlier that there are people who are going to be weaker in faith implies there are going to be people who are stronger in their faith. Um, and I think he's just acknowledging that when you come to faith, for one thing, people are rescued at different, you know, out of different places of sin. Um, we all have different stories and God is so gracious to pursue us in those places. And we come to faith in Christ, but we should never have, you know, any kind of condemnation or condescension toward people who have weaker faith than we um, think that we have. I think he's just acknowledging that there's, there's all different, um, you know, stages, if you will, or, or gradations yeah, of yeah. faith, right? Yeah. Like we're yeah. wrestling through it. Like this is when you put your faith in Christ, you are starting on a journey and it's going to continue your whole life. And so, but he is telling us how important that faith is because of where he lands. Like we need to do everything from faith. I mean, that's what this is. It's a walk yeah. by faith. Um, but how do we do that? Especially when we confront, when we're confronted with people who make different choices out of their faith. They are mm. convicted that they should make a choice that we think, no, as a Christian, you don't have to do that because our faith is stronger. Um, and I just think it's really good to think, okay, Paul is in letting us know 
there's going to be a lot that this is pretty profound <laughs> this faith journey that we're on yeah um and so there should be a lot of humility i think as we're mm. walking through and he kind of gives us these touchstones things to land on that are really important unity is really important righteousness is important joy peace um you know walking in the spirit and doing everything from faith hmm. absolutely it's great yeah and, and the passage kind of you know it talks about this whole clean and unclean thing so it's talking about foods and so you have someone and it, it was actually similar to yesterday's where you have someone who's weaker in his faith, he's still kind of adhering to these Jewish food laws, mm-hmm. and uh, and then someone who seems to be stronger in the faith, who has, I guess, already come to realize that Jesus fulfilled the law, and you know, uh, like we talked about the the sheet coming down out of heaven in Acts right. ten, and Peter, uh, you know, realizing that like we can eat all these foods, like these are all clean now. Um, but basically what this passage is saying is that we can forsake our rights, our freedom in Christ for the sake of another. Mm -hmm. And so it's not just about eating and drinking, but it's actually elevating kingdom values over what freedom we have in Christ to eat and drink certain things. Yeah. Yeah. All, all that matters in the shaping of our convictions is is Christ enthroned and is it honoring your neighbor? And yeah. that's like the criteria that's here. And I, I really appreciate this these passages around here because Paul's opening up room for disagreement and, you know, about a plethora of things within the church. And yet we can disagree, come to different conclusions. And each of those conclusions can be valid or invalid. You know, he, he says like, if, if you eat, but like your conscience is still kind of telling you not to partake, that's not in faith and therefore it's sin. And so it's not always this like binary right, wrong thing right. that our Western minds like want it to be, but right. there's actually a whole lot of, um, you know, just, it's not even really nuanced. It's just like, is this honoring Christ above all else in your heart? Right. And right. is it, honoring the people that God has placed around you. And, and, you know, like, I think there's like a million different ways that you could spin this for me. Like it kind of makes me think of different Christian circles that I've like run in, um, kind of just throughout the years. And recently, like there's, there's kind of some circles where like social media is a good example because it's kind of polarizing on like every front. Right. But you know, there's, there's some Christian circles where social media is like, especially with like Christian men, it's like loathed. And it's like, if you are like seriously in pursuit of the heart of Jesus, and if you are like serious about killing sin, then like you are not on these like different social platforms. You will not have an Instagram account. Yeah, you won't have an Instagram because it's a, it's a distraction. It's a marker of good Christian. Yeah, it's a door for temptation, you know, which is like true in a sense, but like it's kind of like this empirical sign of like Christian maturity in some circles. But then like in other circles, there's actually this big celebration of 
having an online platform and kind of being like a, a Christian influencer type person. And like, that's actually the empirical sign of like someone who's seriously, we're impressive. redeeming the internet. Right. Yeah. Which is <laughs> right. also, you know, Ushering so like, a new creation. Yeah. yeah uh -huh. One side is like, I don't trust this at all because right, there's a right. ton of sin in there and they're right. And then another side is like, this is a great place to like herald the gospel. Nice. They're also right. Yes. And your decision and whether you are like, partaking in that realm is purely up to like, is this going to make Christ more honored and revered in my own heart and like make me a greater neighbor to those right. around me? Or is this just going to be a distraction? And I, there's not like a yes, no answer That's for such that. A, such a great, such great insight because that Paul says the same thing in verse um, 22, that the faith that you have keep between yourself and God, he's telling us that, the, na the true nature of faith is this, it, it is between you and God and mm -hmm. it is your heart and it yeah. is your commitment to, to wrestle with him. Um, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. Like you're going to take in the word. You're going to let the Holy spirit do his work. You're going to pray. You're going to, it, there is a striving with God in our faith journey. It's not just like this set of behaviors mm -hmm. that are held up. Like as a faith, you know, a person of faith, you keep to these behaviors. Mm -hmm. I mean, your faith behavior flows from your faith, but I think it's just reset. It's just reminding us what this really is. Our true faith is it's a relationship with you and God. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love how he says it in verse 19. He says that, so then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. Mm -hmm. So pursue the things that make for peace and for mutual upbuilding. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'll just be honest. I'm kind of one of the like, I don't like the social media stuff, yeah. guys. But I'm not Screw saying you. like, yeah, I'm not saying like you can't follow Jesus if you have an Instagram account. That's not what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but uh, does does social media? I mean, we're just picking on social media today. Yeah. But like, does social media it lend itself to peace and mutual upbuilding? I I mean I, I mean I think I think the answer is no. If you zero like, out, but I will say there are accounts that bless me greatly, and that I have been. Um, encouraged in Jennifer the faith. Jennifer subscribing and, to like all the good ones. No, I mean, and that's and true. that's great. I mean, there are women. I mean, you you're know, I using think of Gretchen Sapples, yeah. for instance, a member of our own church, and she is yeah. very committed to right. putting very encouraging, um, building up women in the faith. And yeah. I'm blessed by her and others. But mm -hmm. yes, it, it is a wrestling right. with God of like, should I be you know, following this person, that person, what should I post? What should I not? Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I think the point I was making is that like overall, it seems like Twitter yeah. and these different, these different social media platforms are That's used for, sure. for, for disunity and, yes. you know, yeah. are not, uh, but we, we, we should be pursuing peace and mutual upbuilding. Mm -hmm. So, right. I think we can kind of evaluate our lives, evaluate what you post on social media, but even far greater than that, evaluate how you interact with others. Yeah. Yes. Are you pursuing peace with others and mutual upbuilding, which mm -hmm. that's like, those are like active, like pursuing yes. of those things. Like, do you pursue peace with those in your household? Do you right. pursue peace with your friend, with your friend group, with, with and others? People you your, disagree with. Yeah. People you, you disagree with. Right. And do you find ways to build them up for yes. mutual upbuilding? Uh, and, and I think it's an incredible word for Christ's covenant that if, if Christ's covenant members were to pursue peace and mutual upbuilding, it would pay incredible dividends. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
So, well, for Jennifer McClish and Will Carlisle, I'm Barrett Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.